0: Welcome friends to another episode of Lakeside Drive and this week we're reviewing, or we're previewing actually, the Austin GP and I'm joined by the great man himself, the beanied one, the one with the, (laughs) the one and only Thomas J. Camp. How are you mate?
1: Tommy, how are you sir? You well? I'm
0: I'm very good. And the also beanied. Just as well, actually. His beanie is almost yeah. better than yours, I'd argue. His is in better nick.
1: Zeke's got like the snitch hat beanie. Well, <laughs> the snitch <yeah>. like, hat. <laughs> rolled up. Doesn't really sit on his whole head, but it's excellent.
0: Yeah. It is doing plenty to cover that head, though. It is doing a great job. Welcome, Ezekiel. Thank you. Hi. Welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I am wearing a beanie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm the only one not wearing a beanie here today, and I feel left out. It's all right. Should I'm have read the memo. See the beads of sweat coming down your forehead from that. Oh, From that Jesus. leisurely stroll Jesus, from the, the sun's out pressure. today, isn't no? it? It is Bloody hell It is springing a lot today It is doing plenty mm, Yeah Going back to Texas, Campy Let's start Texas. Let's, not, let's not bury the lead We are going back to Texas uh,
1: How good is Texas? I think it's the best country in the world um. <laughs> He did not
0: misspeak, that's what he means <laughs>
1: Yeah, I do mean that The greatest place in the world
0: Texas is a lot of fun uh, You and I have both been there
1: Travelled extensively yeah. i have been to most nooks and crannies of uh, not as much time in Houston as I'd liked. Sorry, in Austin as I'd have liked, but
0: I think Austin's my highlight. No, I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah Dallas something. is a lot of fun. I would say San, Antonio's deep Ellum, deep a good <laughs> but, San Antonio. Deep Alamo, deep
1: drive through. But yeah, I drove through
0: that. Too. Yeah, it is. You turn up, watch the Alamo, then you you bail. But I stopped in. Austin Waco. is a lot of fun. Waco, Waco's different. We had some uh, friends who had family living there, and we went through Waco, and it is basically the home of that Fixer Upper show, and that's all it is. Yeah, I went there. To, I not, went, not a whole what's lot. A, uh,
1: what's a, I went there for my mum, got her some stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so mum was like, if you go so through Waco, I. make sure you go there and get me something for that shop. Chip, uh, Chip
1: and Joanna Gaines, or whatever they're called. Welcome to our
0: Fixer Upper podcast. <laughs>
1: The most humble television show on TV. Oh, all of life.
0: he is a bit of a legend. He seems fun. Ah, but cool family. They took over this giant silo thing and they've turned it into like a theme park for mums, basically. Yeah, it? yeah. It's out of control. What's it? Uh, what's it called? I can't. It's just called the Silos, I think.
1: No, no, it's got a name. Can't remember what it's anyway, called. but fun Magnolia. Fact. Magnolia, yeah, Magnolia. Magnolia is their company. <laughs> yeah. be I know what I'm. About. Listen,
0: <laughs> I've watched many. Many an episode with mum. Yeah. I know, it's good. Anyway. <laughs>
1: it's good bonding time. Apart from Tom, that,
0: Austin's also known for F1. It is. Uh, it, it is the home of Coda, uh, which is one of our favourite tracks. Yeah. But yeah. it is also basically just a cheat sheet of many of the other great corners from around <laughs> the world. And like Americans tend to do, we just borrow ideas and uh, we've made our own track and it's called The Circuit of Americas. Um And we're heading there. Well, seemingly
1: it's not such a great track as it was a few years ago because of uh, the people who built it couldn't get it right. Yes. Uh, A bit like Victorian roads, believe it or not. (laughs) It's a few (laughs) potholes. So I remember the last couple of years of this... This Grand Prix, and specifically in practices, all we hear about is how bumpy this track's gotten, how yeah. much the earth underneath the track has shifted and created things. So, I believe the FIA and uh, the people at CODA have uh, they've shaved some stuff off the top of yeah, the I think to it try Moto and smooth Japan it out. out. Yeah. Last
0: year was complaining. So, they've shaved some high points, it seems. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those ones I'm. I'm torn because we go to street circuits and they're truly streets and we, yeah. they're bumpy and that is just something you have to deal with. That is part of the the hurdle of that track. Yeah. I would say this is part of Coda's struggle is it is constantly moving. Whatever it is going on under the track is very unstable it seems and it is constantly shifting and lifting and moving and it just seems to be one of the battles that is part of this track and it almost adds character I'd argue more than
1: well, that's what we want, right? I yeah. believe under construction, at a really vital stage of construction, they had some massive amounts of water and flood go through the track, which is, you know, seven or eight years down the track, that down through whatever, bloody hell. Get it, get it together, <laughs> Camby. Seven years down be? the track, <laughs> we're noticing significant problems emerging because of what happened in that downpour. So, yeah. um, anyway, that's all right.
0: I don't think it's too bad. I think it's going to be a struggle, though, with – the ground effect cars that we've got at the moment—that is the one thing that they do like a very smooth surface. But we should—we'll probably see some porpoising back. I would—I would imagine. But that is again one of the things that the technical directors will have to deal with and figure out how to combat. Are we going to get rain this weekend? I, I haven't looked.
1: I hope not, because the last two weekends have been
0: ruined by rain. It's true. It—we—we we do like rain sometimes. But when they—it it seems like the way that we're running now, we don't even need a full wet tire because no one wants to use it, do they? And the FIA won't let us race or the race director won't let us race if it's too wet. Therefore that tire is almost redundant. They're only willing to let us race when it's back to kind of intermediate conditions. And then we've got this in between intermediate and slick race going on. And that's kind of interesting, let's be honest, but it is more tactics than racing. Would you agree?
1: I mean, ideally when you want rain, you want rain like at Spa, where it's raining up the top and it's
0: bone dry down the bottom and yeah. you cannot
1: decide which one to use, which one's better. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. And I think it slowly gets wet and then dries within 15 minutes and we've had four pit stops and yeah. nah, that's what you want. But... I think
0: you made the point as well. It wasn't almost the uh, the grip, it was the visibility was the biggest issue. You couldn't see a thing. That was the, the cars could run around fine. You just couldn't see a thing. That was what was dangerous.
1: Visibility in the rain in F1, you've never been able to see. So I don't know what they're whinging about going, oh, we can't see. Because 20 years ago, they couldn't see. And they just, you know, (laughs) four people died a year. And it was like, that was just part of the sport. (laughs)
0: So you're campaigning for
1: more deaths. No, look, I'm not. We have moved on a society and we're not as reckless as what we used to be. Safety is paramount. I get it. But. These guys would be laughing in their grave at these softies driving these days. Oh, I can't see. Jeez, toughen up, boys.
0: <laughs> I hate to dance on the graves, but is that because they're dead for driving in the wet? And that they I think we need to we need to be safe, but there is a line, and it seems a, you, almost, know you
1: know what I'm trying to say. I it. do, not, I do.
0: Not, and I, I tend to agree that they, we could have been running both of these wet weekend, weekends much sooner than we. Uh, have. that uh, was what that was what was frustrating. Uh, The fact that we never even used a wet tire was disappointing. That's what it's there for. Let's get out there. Let's move some water, which is what that wet tire does really well. Yep. Uh, Create a dry line, move to intermediates, then move to slicks. That's what we wanted to see, especially when the rain had stopped. Yeah. It was just standing water and wet parts of the track. There wasn't even really anything that bad. But anyway, let's move back to Coda.
1: How much wings are we going to be eating this weekend between the – how many many wings, things – like tweets that the team's going to come out with.
0: You're talking about like Red Bull wings or are you talking about like chicken wings? talking about chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> I Good. did see. Side note, I did see that Japan has just started doing all you can eat KFC at some of their restaurants. How soon are we going to Japan to go Dude, get some I, I cannot eat KFC. That. What's wrong with you?
1: Look, there's, this, there's a process with KFC. It's like you eat it and then... To go back there and eat it again, you need to have lost all recollection of what happened last time, because <laughs> after five minutes, it's like, well, geez, I'm feeling crook in the
0: guts. KFC is the best. Really? Oh, okay. Ezekiel's not in. Yeah, I'm a pro KFC guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a dirty bird fella. Yeah. Uh, Camby, what is your favourite of the the bigger chains? Uh, probably Hungry. I was gonna hung- say you oh. look like a Hungry Jacks oh, that's guy. Rough. Double
1: yeah. Whopper kind of guy. Mm. <laughs>
0: That's a struggle. <laughs> I thought you were cool. Anyway. You have, have you dabbled in a Rebel Whopper, my man? No. Nah. One of the vegan patties? No, nah, please. please. Doesn't float your boat? No,
1: I'm not ever going back to Hungry Jack's after they made a <laughs> vegan patty. Not happening. What is the point in going to a fast food restaurant and getting vegan stuff? It's delicious. It's ridiculous. It, it actually tastes really good. They're taxing me methane so I'm a bloody... Mistakes gonna go up anyway, oh, so I'm going out to buy vegan food.
0: Jeez, oh. So we can just throw that Hungry Jack's sponsorship in the bin if we ever had one.
1: Off topic, but but geez, back, back I like to Coda,
0: What I wanted to talk about was traditionally it's a Mercedes-dominated track. Yes. This has been since 2012 we started racing back at Austin, and Mercedes has won all but two or three, I think. Yeah, Vettel got one, didn't he? Vettel got one in the Renault Red Bull, and we've seen Ferrari win one with uh, Kimi.
1: Yes. And then
0: the most recent race we had was a Red Bull again. Oh, it
1: was Hamilton and Rosberg. I think Rosberg got it. It was Hamilton,
0: basically, for like
1: six years in a row, right? Yeah, I don't think they'll dominate as much as they have previously. Although Mercedes had this little purple patch before the mid-season break, yep. and then for the couple of races after it, and really ended at Zandvoort, didn't it? We haven't seen them. This is
0: such a specialist track, though, isn't it?
1: Well, but we have. Like they, he, Hamilton should have won that Grand Prix if it wasn't for the incidents that happened. The brought out safety car. So I have been surprised how much. Mercedes have lacked some pace since that Zandvoort Grand Prix. I thought they would have done better. I thought they were on track to get a couple of wins, and I thought they were on track to really solidify the second place in the constructors. But it hasn't happened. But we're going into a, a group of races now where I, I think they might come back. So I don't think they'll be as dominant. They won't beat Max Verstappen. There's just there's no chance. <laughs> Not after there's, what we saw last week, that, mate, that.
0: limited laps, and he pulled out. What was it? Twenty something second gap. Yeah
1: no time dude, at all the, the dude is just too good but yeah, I think they'll be I think they'll still be I don't know what the gap in the constructors is but they'll be still hoping for that second place although they had a couple of results which weren't too good which meant Ferrari jumped up the
0: peak. So is this is this track more characteristically like I say Monza where you want to go low downforce kind of like high speed or are we talking a bit more bolt on no, it's, it's
1: more it's probably more like Japan than any other race I right, would suggest So last
0: week setup basically, other than the wet
1: yeah, well, I mean, the Sector 1 is based on, you know, Sector 1 at Suzuka,
0: so... Yep. Um, well, with a bit of Silverstone thrown in with that.
1: Yeah, but they've got sector. a lot of high-speed, high-flowing yep. sections where you're not necessarily... Well, they are full throttle these days because the yeah. the downforce is unbelievable, but... um. <laughs> You know, when it, when we first saw this track, you know, there was slight lifting, coasting, and, you know, just had to to get that stuff right. Eh? Yeah. That's oh, a great terminology. I know. You I
0: feather, sometimes know what I'm talking feather about. Feather
1: the throttle. Keep yeah, that yeah. momentum. Yep.
0: Yep. Oh, yep. Is that what it is? It's from my karting days when I used to beat you and James. Just
1: get the inertia rolling from one side to the other. Yeah, uh, I like it. Uh, Cast it up when I want.
0: But, so we're talking about a bit of an all-round setup, which seems to be Red Bull's strength this year, I would argue. Yeah.
1: Oh, Red Bull have the perfect balance between yeah. the. They can strap on downforce if they want it, but they can also pull it off, and the car is still very stable under yep. high speed conditions. Um, very, very. Well, this is the, the back end of that thing just is on rails. It does what it's told. It's the front end that dances around a bit more, yeah, and that's is, what Max likes. He likes it, yeah. But the, that rear end is just does everything that Max Verstappen wants it to. Yep. You know. There's never any oversteer on that car.
0: Well, categorically, this is the best car Adrian Newey has ever made. It is most race wins for any of his designs. How many race
1: wins have they had this year?
0: I think it's 13, if I'm not mistaken.
1: (sighs) Crazy. I think
0: it's now his most winningest car ever. For a guy who's already got a career of however many championships and how many... Insanely beautiful cars that have been unbelievable. This yep. is the one. This is his crowning achievement, which is insane to think that he's still at the peak of his powers, however many years into a career.
1: Well, he actually did his his uh, his thesis
0: when he did his
1: doctorate um, on ground effect cars.
0: <laughs> he's so, kind of the guy you want. Mate, wrote you've the book, if, literally
1: you've got the goat of lock like, car designs, and then. We changed philosophies on the air going over the car, and you know the air going under the car. And this guy's done his thesis on it. It's like, yep. what on earth are we doing here? So,
0: no wonder they're pulled. And we should have seen it coming, shouldn't <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah, to be honest. To be honest, we definitely should have seen it coming. Um, I saw an article today. Yes. That the chairman of Coda is ca- is campaigning slash dreaming that one day we'll see uh, F one, IndyCar, and MotoGP all here in a weekend. Is that something you can imagine? Uh, I think your head might explode. So all, to put it into perspective, all three of these categories right. all race at this track yeah. at some point during the year. And what they're saying is, imagine if we just did a, a mega weekend. Triple header. Oh.
1: Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be excellent. I don't think IndyCar would want to go down that path just because you would see the difference between the speed in the two cars, yeah. uh, the two categories. Uh, the IndyCar around there, I think, is just slower than an F2 car. It's about a 15 to 16 second difference, I believe. So, um, I'm not sure any car will want to do it. But I think the way motorsport is progressing, and it's not as
0: stupid as it sounds. I think
1: the way that. Yeah, it's still as stupid as it sounds. I think
0: maybe if you put F1 in the middle weekend and maybe you started with Indy and finished with MotoGP or vice versa and did it three consecutive weekends, I think that would be interesting because someone like you and I oh, would go Oh, three consecutive? There f- w- yeah. Well, they, they were campaigning for one weekend, but I'm saying what if you just stacked them and did them in a row and make it a three-week extravaganza of Austin Speed Week or Speed Month? Something like that, where you have this whole festival of speed happening, you've got all these different things, and then people who are there because they're indie fans or they're MotoGP fans are now watching F1, because we we understand America's the biggest next market, so they've probably got a lot more indie fans that don't know enough about F1, and vice versa, European fans who want to know more about IndyCar.
1: Well, yeah, I wonder about the economics of it, I think it'd Mm. be excellent, I mean... (laughs) How, how soon
0: would you be buying a ticket to go to that? Tomorrow. I'll, yeah. <laughs> the problem is I
1: wouldn't be able to afford it. No, I? not with the current Probably prices. have to pay 15 grand for the 3 park. you know, the three-part, three-category yeah. or whatever it is. And, and
0: if we throw it in, like, the same week that South by Southwest is there, then Zeke will want to well, go too. That's yeah. what I was going we'll to bring up. Get the whole gang along.
1: <laughs> South by Southwest, what a wicked, wicked, wicked festival that is. It sort of goes for a couple of weeks, doesn't it? Three weeks yeah it's like two to three weeks yeah. but it's
0: just there's so many things that are part of that festival that aren't directly correlated to the festival yeah that it just blows out to a whole month worth of yep. things happening yeah, and, and it's just remotely creative is now the criteria. It doesn't even have to be music or arts. It's just anything that is creative. In well, they've got a whole tech expo there yeah, now as well. The goes the, I know some friends
1: went over there a couple of years ago with some real estate technology as well. and He just came back and he said, oh, mate, how good is this place? But, <laughs> pretty, um, pretty incredible. I like
0: it. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's a good idea. So we're just going to say, can we throw in a couple of races in and around South By? Yeah. Why not? Chuck chuck a couple of live acts on during the races and stuff, like before and after. I like it. And really, like, capitalise. I (laughs) I don't know how close Coda actually is to, like, the the city of Austin. It's not that far out. It's not far? No, it's not
1: that far out. So we can make it happen. I went to book a ticket when I was over there. I went to book a ticket for the um, McLaren experience there. Right. It's basically you get to go and drive McLaren's. You get about 10 laps for about 1500 bucks but when I realized I booked it I booked it for the month after
0: I'd left and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the current month <laughs> Did the old date and month get mixed up when you're in America? That's what I'll you. say yes that's yeah. exactly what happened. It's <laughs> gonna say if you book for the tenth of the tenth it's the same mate it doesn't matter. Right. yeah I was
1: in a bit of a stupor for that that period of uh, that whole trip or <laughs> yeah it was a bit of a haze
0: That <laughs> no, was good it was good. So you missed out on driving your McLarens. So that's unfortunate. Anyway. That's anyway, unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I suppose we should talk about what we I've we're got, looking forward I've to. I've got
1: W series here on the notes, but I don't watch it, so I don't have an opinion, so I'll just leave that to James and Fryer, and we'll move <laughs> on, I think. What do you reckon?
0: Thank you for bringing that up to shit on it. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> that's <was> excellent. <laughs> Expect nothing less. <laughs> Let's jump back to now that Max has clinched. What are we? What are we looking for for the rest of the season?
1: I'm looking forward to the season being over as yeah. quickly as possible. <laughs> Not that I don't love this sport, but geez,
0: it is it is hard to watch without stakes. It's like watching that fifth test when the test has already decided. Or yeah, it's one of those things. It's a dead rubber essentially. There's yeah. no stakes here.
1: Which is a shame because we've got some great tracks coming up. Mexico is an awesome spectacular. Yep. That falls Brazil's on Brazil's great. Yeah, Brazil's great. I mean the Mexico that, that falls on their what, it's the Day of the Dead. Yes, Celebr- like that, yeah. Which like that is an epic weekend for that, you know, it's a spectacle. Yep. Um Yeah. I mean, we've got 6am races coming up too, so there's not a lot to get <laughs> excited about, if I'm honest. But I, I
0: prefer 6am to the bloody middle of the night, let's be honest. This
1: is the problem with Formula 1, though, right? Where we're at at the moment. Like, we've got six, five races left. I
0: think four,
1: four? four? Four races left. For the last two races, the championship's been over anyway. Yeah. And... We're going into a stretch of races other than the last one, which is uh, which are desirable. I think we need to change the calendar up to get these races and the really good ones at the front end of the season when it actually matters. Yeah. It's a shame to me because the the money and the way this sport is going is I can clearly see what's happening from a distance and it is Liberty Media is getting this product en masse, 24, 25, 26 races, you know, some big places so they can sell it to the Saudi Arabian money. Well, that's, it's like the yeah. Middle Eastern money. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Hands down, it'll happen in the next three to five years. So that's why we're getting so much yeah. more product. So they, they want to jack up its value for whatever reason. Yeah,
0: you're, but it, if you're adding more races, that's more revenue streams for more money for an inflated product. Unfortunately, what that does is mean that every race is worth a little bit less. So if you have scarcity, every race is worth a little bit more. Yeah, so what yeah. we've done now is we've basically said enough points are on the table early enough in the season, you can win. And we these last four races are, are now redundant. Unfortunately, they're say two of two of the four are really, really fun. We like Coda as well. Not yeah. a lot of people might share that. But Coda's right. But we've got now these four races that are just worthless. If they were earlier in the season, at least, like you're saying they're worth something and they're still exciting. Yeah. It's disappointing to go to Brazil or go to Mexico and everything already be decided. it kind of like, oh, well, this is just a nice little, a friendly soccer match essentially that's not really worth any points. Well,
1: knowing what sort of race Miami was this year and what sort of Dug. track it was, would you prefer to have Coda then and then Miami now?
0: Yes, 100%. Yeah. All right, we can organise that. Yeah, Can we have oh, Vegas be the last race when no one cares about the – and then all the hanger-oners who don't care about F1 can go have a party in Vegas and we don't care because the race the champions have already decided. It should be the finale, if just anything. Just,
1: just by the way, I still cannot get accommodation on the strip <laughs> for that race weekend. I was talking
0: yeah. to Heath about this and when we went to Vegas, we stayed at Circus Circus. It was terrible in the best kind of way. It's exactly how you imagine like a 90s casino themed around clowns and circuses. It is filthy. It is just off the strip, but it was I, very, I, very cheap. I felt, like I, about, a lot.
1: I felt that way about flamingos. <laughs> Vegas is different, hey? <laughs> it is different. I remember walking into one of the canals that it was supposed to look like... Venice or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, we've got Venice here. I'm like, it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the worst replica
0: I've ever seen in my life. <laughs>
1: Typical. Is, oh, no, we won't. I love yeah, America. It is such America. a different part of the world. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think
0: it's exciting because they do love sport in Vegas. They get around it, right? For sure. So they've now got an NFL team. Yep. Uh, it is more interesting. They're pushing for a basketball team to go there in the future. I know that will happen eventually. Yeah, um, absolutely. But right now, especially the way F1 is, where there is a lot of other just kind of money, name, kind of look good, not really contribute, that's kind of hard to, to deal with because we want to watch the sport. We don't want to watch the totally. the red carpet of F1. We want to watch the the F1. Mm. I mean, there is that other
1: side of the sport that you can engage in if you'd like, but no.
0: The only time I'll accept it is Monaco, which I think is part of the Monaco experience when there's super yachts and there's just, it is outlandish. Mm. It is the richest 1% because you go there for the tax haven and you live on your boat and you just have the best time and we get a glimpse of that and it's fun as like a, a caricature of real life. But when we see it at Vegas and we see it in Miami, it's kind of like, okay, we get enough. This is a very rich sport. Why am I getting charged two thousand dollars to go sit in the back of a a general admission spot?
1: You're not going to get that at Silverstone. Are you? It's just a big, it's an airport. Well, you can
0: still camp mm-hmm. at Silverstone. Oh, that's
1: what we that's, want. That's
0: that's what you want. You want that festival vibe, yeah, like, grassroots. That's it, and that's that's kind of what's missing from all these new car park tracks, unfortunately. Yeah. But let's yep. stop being grumpy old people. Let's talk about... You
1: yelling at the sky again, Tommy?
0: Always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 31 now. I'm past. I'm over the peak. I'm grumpy. <laughs> let's, t- let's talk about the fight for a second. We've got Sergio and Leclerc. Yeah. How do you see this playing out? Couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we're on a podcast and you kind of have to have an opinion. I'm just man.
1: trying to be honest. <laughs> I know the fans are sitting there feeling exactly the way that we feel. <laughs> This season is long, it is drawn out, it is finished, it's been finished for a long time, and it's boring.
0: He's not wrong, is he? He's not wrong at all.
1: Oh, I, I, I do love this sport. I'm passionate. I love it. I, I will always watch it, but I can tell you what, this 25 race, 24 race season next year, is. it's going to be
0: worse. Well, it feels like a lot, doesn't it? it I fi- just, Yeah.
1: We've missed it, but we've discussed that Anyway, second place I would like to see Checo get to second Yep Just because I'd rather Leclerc not get second
0: Well, it seems like constructors is pretty much over and with there That is, Red Bull's pretty much walked away As long as they don't throw it away with not getting any points for the last four Pretty much sewn up Yeah So now it's just down, does Sergio have enough to beat Leclerc Who is determined to get at least second if he can't have first
1: Nah, I think Sergio's got the car to get second whether he does or not, so, yeah, I'd like to see him get second. I'd just yeah. love to rub it in more to the Ferrari and Leclerc
0: because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer Signs to be second.
0: Yeah, um, and so Signs is in the battle for fourth, which yeah. is with the other two Mercedes drivers. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting battle because I would say based on form, Hamilton has been in a, a way better situation the second half of the season. Hasn't had quite the luck, but has started to slip, I would say, if anything. Yeah, He hasn't had the results He's maybe qualified okay But he hasn't had the results that he was having earlier in the season When he was getting 5th and 6th every race
1: I've been disappointed with George this year I thought his talent and calibre for all in sundry That told me how good he was And the races we saw last year When he stepped in to replace Hamilton in the top team Probably should have had his first win I would have thought he did better this year Now he hasn't had the machinery that they've previously had So that's tough but he's a guy that's been very consistent all year but lacks that extra three to four tenths that guys like Hamilton and Verstappen can just yep. pull out of the backside when they really need it. Yep.
0: Um,
1: I'm, I mean, he's beating Hamilton in the points but that's only yeah. because things have happened to Hamilton and bad luck and whatnot. But Hamilton's found himself in some strange situations this year he has. that are not indicative of his pace where he's at it. But again, give Hamilton the car on that race
0: weekend in that little purple patch and he
1: made George look second rate. So I've been disappointed with George. I don't think he's always cracked up to be. I
0: don't know how you can sum it up better than he doesn't seem to have that same ability of a Verstappen or a Hamilton to get through traffic, to get past that person who's just stuck in their way, and which we yeah. see consistently. Verstappen just dispatch this person who's frustrating them so easily, and Lewis does the same thing. George will get stuck and frustrated and almost doesn't have that ability to think off script or ch- take a different line. Or We saw some incredible overtakes in the wet, and George just doesn't seem to have that creativity to kind of think differently or, or change, change the rules and just find a way to get past, which is what the greats of the sport do. Yeah. They yeah. find a way, and he just seems to think very – I don't know, robotically and get stuck and just, well, this is where I am. I have the pace. I'll try it on a straight. And that, that's the only move he's yeah. got, really.
1: He reminds yeah. me a bit of a botass like that, although yeah. not as bad as Bottas. It's
0: very clinical. It's its hard to describe other than that, but the best one drivers. Way, one
1: way to get around this, and that's the only way that I can be fast, yeah. if I need to break early take a late apex so I can get on the brakes, so I can get on the accelerator early to get off. It just feels like he lacks a bit of... The Stappen
0: start last week around the outside, how he found grip there is insane. That is a world championship move. That is what we're talking about. And you don't see that from a lot of the grid. And it's pretty evident that George just doesn't seem to have that enough of the time. So I, I think I would love to see signs get that spot. To him, overtake George and Hamilton and George to fight it out for fifth. That would be interesting. Nice. Um, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I'd go
1: Checo second. Leclerc's probably solidified third then. I think so, yeah. Then there's the fourth place. The fourth, so.
0: It'd be nice to see Hamilton,
1: Russell, signs. Yep. Right yeah, now but, it's George's, but. <clears throat> I think Hamilton would get it. You reckon? Hamilton, mate, he's pretty strong. No, Hamilton's the he's what Hamilton's fifth or sixth at the moment. So, sixth, six, yeah. yeah, he's he's that fair way behind because of those. Sorry, he's that f- bit further behind because of those poor results. So, but
0: these four tracks, would you pencil in a win for
1: mate, for Hamilton? Look what Hamilton did on the last five so Grand I mean. Prixs last year. Yeah, you know, look what he did. he had to win every single one of them, and look what he did. That's- he had it won until a stupid call, and yep. he's going to win his eighth world
0: championship and.
1: Incredible. So Lewis can do anything on these tracks. Yeah,
0: and I think these are some of the tracks that you can get stuff done. I would say Coda's a really good one. Brazil's really good. Mexico's harder, but mm. and Yas Marina, who who knows that is just a shark park.
1: What has Max got to do? Do you reckon he'll take the foot off the accelerator?
0: Or? Well, we've seen it in Hamilton in the past, hasn't it? He's kind of just cruised through the last couple once he's won the season and taken it out.
1: Well, I mean that was a chink in Hamilton's armour. I mean he let he just yeah he let Nico win. He, he sewed up the championship in 15, then Nico won the last three races.
0: Came in next season hot.
1: Hot and yep. won four on the trot. Yep. Had the lead in the fifth Grand Prix and had that famous crash up the uh, back straight, wherever yep. that was. Um, you know, I mean, so it's not it's not good to give these guys confidence, but I don't think Max really cares. Either no. way, I think he, that guy can just... He just gets in the car and does
0: what he does. It seems like he's got the ability to zoom out and see the bigger picture, rather than just this season or just this race. He's always looking like wider, which is pretty t- pretty impre- impressive for a twenty four year old or twenty five year old. He's so young, and he's still he's acting like a world champion. And this is his only second one. His second one. He'll have five in no time. Yeah, which uh, is, it's hard to see. Which where is the, hard to watch again. <laughs> it's hard to see where the where the competitors are coming yeah, from. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're getting towards the end of the season. I thought we'd jump back and maybe talk about some of the moments. Yeah. If if you could use the hindsight that you've got, the doctor in hindsight that uh, you PhD PhD (laughs) Doctor Campy, if if you could have known what was going to happen before, where would you have gone to? Where would you have thrown some money down and flown out? Or,
1: well, good question. Um. Oh, where would I have gone to? Jeez, you putting me on the spot here I'm trying to think what good races we've had
0: Well, I messaged you like three minutes before we started recording So God. you've had ample time oh, to think about this, let's be honest Zandvoort <laughs> um, Bit of a spectacle What
1: a cool place Yeah, it seems like I well, mean, I, on the I'm not going to admit that I like the Dutchies But I, fun. I love the fact that they just get the flares out They <laughs> quality to look yeah. at and it turned out to be a really good race, too. It did. Um, I think it's one of those, I don't think it's a great racing spectacular, but I think it's a, just the undulation in the track and the way that it goes up and down. And yeah, that's you know, a bit of a roller coaster type ride. I think, I think Dutchie's already gone there. Um, yeah. Silverstone.
0: I was going to say Silverstone for me. That, yeah. was, that was just seemed yeah. like a good weekend. Yeah. Everything was happening, everything was like prime condition. Yeah. We had some good racing. Yeah.
1: And you spoke about it. you get to stay in tents and stuff, and camping yeah. grounds, and there's, a, there's that it. feel about it. So I think I'd go there. My, what, what was earlier on? I mean, we went to Melbourne this year, and look, the Melbourne Grand Prix was horrible to attend this year. Yep. Oh, it didn't help the fact that it was about 3,000 degrees. It was pretty hot, eh? No, but the way the track was set up this year and the way that they've incorporated... More of the uh, the media slash experience, experience, stuff. experience yeah. stuff on places in the track that you used to be able to access on general yeah. admission. <laughs> Just gave me the shits I was yeah. like Why do I try and even support this sport? Yeah so a sponsor
0: so, would have bought a bit of track That they could have some yeah. real estate to look at so, But previously you could stand there and have a watch
1: Yeah But it was good in the sense that How many people actually went to watch it And be part of it too. Why did not you just sneak into the Porsche tent again Ugh, Mate because it's not 2018 anymore You can't get away with <laughs> those things can you People know who I am now And I'm in. The <laughs> <port>. <laughs> Oh, that was a joke, Bob. That was, joke, yeah,
0: boy. No, it was not a joke. He meant every word of that. Mate, every time someone would recognise him, he'd be like, hello. Put on his, put on his podcast voice. Oh, just to be clear, nobody, <laughs> nobody recognised any of us. Uh, that's excellent. That's so good. Uh, yeah, we did get to have some drinks with some people afterwards. That was excellent.
1: That yeah, it was good. We had a really cool, what was it called? The Coppersmith, the rooftop bar up there. That was great. So I'll have to replicate that again. Yeah. <sighs> It was a good weekend. Yeah. It's, what about you? What's been the memories for I'm you? I'm just trying to
0: think of the duds. I'm glad we didn't go to Russia. That was awesome. Standard. That was standard. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like some of the ones that got washed out and we, we didn't get a race. Like to be honest, like last week, glad we didn't go. Like usually I'd be like, I want to go to Japan, but is that the Japan you want to go to? That's not the year you'd want to go see Japan, I don't think. Yeah. Why do we race in Japan
1: at that time of year? It's the worst time to race in Japan.
0: Yeah. And every year there is like, well, I think the we had a previous one, there was like a typhoon warning or something, like years gone past. I remember
1: when the guys down the pit were putting little paper boats in the pit and seeing which one would <laughs>
0: <laughs> like run down the pit. It was like they had to. Yeah.
1: I think they ran it on a Monday.
0: Yeah, I'd, that's I'd, all right. I'll tell
1: you who was there for that. Laminato was at that
0: grump. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And did he say it was diabolical? It was just... Went well, I,
1: when we interviewed him for that podcast, I'm just going off memory. He was there for that day, so um, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, look, I think I think Magello, sorry, not Magello, uh, Monza would be a spectacle.
0: Yeah, um, it, Would you have wanted to go to this year's Spa?
1: I'm trying
0: to think what happened at Spa this year. <laughs> yeah, memories aren't that great, are <laughs> they? A lot.
1: Oh, I just want to go to Spa because that just Spa in general. Sit at Three weeks and never gets. Just here with never it. move from my roof. Yeah, like, uh, be awesome.
0: That's where, the only spot you want to sit.
1: Yeah. Um, no, nah, it Red seems Bull like Red Bull rings always a cracking like yeah. as a spect- as an event and spectators. Yes. I think they do that well. So that'd be cool to get up on the uh, on the top side of that racetrack because you yep. get to see
0: a hell of a lot of it. Yeah, you can from that vantage point,
1: prime real estate up there too. And I wouldn't mind buying.
0: Yeah, you're gonna go purchase. Oh, look, I'm gonna win lotto first. I but. could see you. Maybe piloting one of the Red Bull helicopters. Well, thanks, mate. It could be a second stage of your career. Maybe just shift into that. Get some helico- helicopter angles. No, I'll get my pilot's license before I've got the heli. You're going to get your, your pilot's license.
1: I've actually done it. Wow, okay. Let's dive <laughs> oh, into sorry. this. <laughs> sorry, I've done a whole lot of tutorial flights, so.
0: Right, so what? how far off are you of being able to fly? Well, it just costs money. This was...
1: Five or six years ago, yeah, so, right, yeah. So just a little single, double S- seater, single, just the basic, wow. most basic, little single engine prop on the front. It's good fun. It's a lot of fun. I actually got a what got me into it. A guy bought me yeah. a whole lot of things for twenty first birthday. Good friend. So wow, that's a long time ago. Not that long time. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> no, that was really good. Thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Wow, so it's good. I just don't believe you. <laughs>
0: Haven't done a solo I'd, flight.
1: I just feel like you're about to say it, and it was all, like, on PC. Yeah. yeah. Was PC gaming. This is like,
0: catch me if you can. He's <laughs> lying. He's, uh, he's, he's trying to what's get He's staring track. at you the whole what's, time,
1: trying to get a read. What's the sim? As in, just so like a like sim. Flight simulator. Yeah, yeah flight, flight simulator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was on flight simulator. Fun fact, okay. James used to nah, I didn't. No, silos. I never did a solo flight. I was too fucking scared, if I'm honest. Yeah. That's understandable. Like, uh,
0: yeah.
1: It's actually quite cool when you're up there, because it's like... He, the guy gives you controls, and it's like he goes, "Where do you want to go?" I'm like, "Over there." He goes, "We'll just turn Just do it. <laughs> it's pretty cool." But the lingo was the hardest thing. Is like talking back and get that was like, mm. I can't talk for. The, I mean, I, do not I can't talk, talk, at talk the best regular of times, conversation. Yeah, <laughs> let alone you know. Neither, which is <laughs> why yeah, I can say that. But, yeah, no, it's a lot. Have of, a podcast. <laughs> I, it is something I'd really like to do, but you know, time and life just gets.
0: He go. It's a Red Bull stunt driver, is what you're saying. Well, One of the stunt that flights That's
1: your intro but
0: No I can see you doing that That'd be yeah. very 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 good Yeah Yeah
1: That could be cool
0: <laughs> I would love to see that
1: Start a podcast on that
0: Yeah let's do it yeah. Let's do it um, yeah, There's anyway. not really much else to talk about Other than predictions Anything you think that's going to Stand out this weekend uh, Coming we'll, It's we'll a week a, away We'll have a good time Yeah We'll have a good time I think Max is going to walk away Like you've mentioned I think that's going to be oh, I'm at the point where I am just like, I just expect Max to dominate. It's kind of when Lewis was at his most dominant, right? Where it's uh, just like, yeah. Tell me when he when he loses. Tell me when he doesn't win.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Rosberg era, the three years he raced with Rosberg at Mercedes in that era, they raced four years there. Yeah, but that three years where they had the, the turbo hybrid, that was like all right, Lewis or.
0: But that's exciting because at least there is an all. Well, that's the that's. But the
1: thing. It, this is, reminds me a
0: bit more of the Lewis slash Valtteri. Yep part of the career where it's Yeah, definitely.
1: That's good. Did you watch the MotoGP GP on the weekend? I we have to talk about a that. The
0: second of MotoGP. GP, you yeah. know, I unless it has four wheels I don't care.
1: I was supposed to go Friday, but I didn't make it in. Oh, well, what end. happened? Just Couldn't I, get there. I ran a business and some uh yeah, some work commitments came up unfortunately. I was That's a shame. Pissed off. But um did you watch it? I did. I did Watched all the practice sessions, the quali. Uh, thought Miller was on early on the weekend. I just had that feeling He uh he actually got a pretty good start You know what I mean From 8th I'm not fussed about him being um, Him coming back from that far But he got a good start Um, But he lost I think he made a mistake at turn 2 And um, lost 3 or 4 of his positions So he got back to 10th But then he went on this tear Where he got up to 3rd in like 5 laps Thought geez we're on here But I, he just burnt out his rear tyre a bit I think And uh, this is not a track that's massive on brakes this is very much a feel you know it's a real motorcycle rider's track it's driven through the rear end it's all you know in your right hand on the throttle that's how you get around it and uh unfortunately VM he got taken out which was a shame because i think uh at that stage he, he just he was just starting to fall back a bit but the way the race played out and progressed he, if he had been there at the end i think he would have been all right but Jeez, Alex Marquez, what an absolute market. <laughs> that guy's not getting back into the country next year. I think we should go all Novak on him and deny his visa. <laughs> Just reckless and absolute stupidity, so.
0: Go all Novak, is a great call. Yeah, anyway.
1: <laughs> So it was good, it was good. It was, there was heaps of people down there. Yeah. Good weather.
0: So how's it sitting for the season standings? Is that, it's nearly done like Formula One is?
1: Well, back now...
0: Bagnar will win it now I think He's finally hit the lead Which is
1: Unthinkable Quattararo Had what a 60 odd point lead Earlier in the year oh, That was more than that It was huge But Bagnar's just gone On his tear And Quattararo And that Yamaha Moobies uh, Yamaha squad Have just dropped off Completely Yeah, To the point where He's been nowhere So yeah Bagnar's finally taking the lead I think there's a couple Of races left So Not many. Jack Miller was actually In contention up until yesterday You know He's 40 points behind And is yeah. just not enough races to get him back? Nah, well, Jack's going to KDM next year too, so... Okay. And, uh, look, he's a cracking rider, and hes I think he's in the best form of his life at the moment. He's just in a really good place, getting extracting out of the bike. Um, unfortunately for him, it's probably taken him 12 months too long to, to crack the secret of that bike. Yeah. And he's just made some mistakes. Things have happened in the races for him this year, which... In hindsight, if he had played the long game, he'd be right in this championship yeah. right until the end. But it's been one of those odd years. With, is
0: KDM you know, a good choice for him?
1: Yes, will be. KDM, in my opinion, is the most dominant manufacturer when it comes to motorbikes. Off-road, they've dominated yeah. everything. Um, they've, and they own a Husqvarna and Gas Gas now. And, you know, they are in that off-road world. There was a period where they were the laughing stock when when it when it initially. Not got, anymore, but, hey. No, and they are that good. Apparently, from what they say, their goal is Moto They dominate Moto Three, Moto Two, Moto G is the final is the final peak for them to dominate. And once they get it right, they will destroy. And they will have ten years on top. They are just that good of an organisation. So, um. It's a good move for Jack Miller because, you know, they've won a couple of races now. They've, uh, I'm talking about KTM. They've won a couple of races on merit. They've got a couple of good riders there at the moment in Oliveira and Brad Binder. But I think I think um, Jack takes over from Oliveira next year. So it's a really strong pairing. The bike won't be there. He probably won't get the results straight away. But it'll be one of those two or three year ones where they're... Trajectory in the sport is skyrocketing, yep. and they won't fail because they haven't failed in any other category anywhere else, whether it be Supercross, Motocross, Dakar, things like that. Yeah, they're just they they're the benchmark by far. So good to see motorsport in Australia is alive and well, and uh, got a lot of g- good young Aussies coming through as well. So it's good, it's Ooh. good. We saw Casey Stoner there on the weekend, and uh, legend, and Jack Duane's dad Mick, which was nice having a good chat and. Yeah,
0: anyway. It's a very, very good spot for Australian motorsport. It's probably worth talking about. We're going to be looking at Oscar very soon. Mm. We've only got four more races this year, and we've been very much <coughs> sorrow and kind of down in the dumps because of Daniel. Yeah. But we should start getting into the mode of our boy Oscar, who we were on very early, might yep. yep. Early in the podcast, we, we identified that talent, and it's all because of us. Absolutely. And our support that he's been successful. Yep, yep. But – I wonder what's going through his mind. Do you reckon he's going around to the race weekends, or is he spending time at McLaren? What What is he doing for the rest of these this F one season?
1: Not sure what his contract looks like with Alpine at the moment. Um, they have a they have a date on them which precedes post season testing. Right. So before they can get out,
0: they're not the going to let him touch the car, though, are they? And no, they
1: won't him up. he'll be out. Like he's out yeah. of the organisation, but he technically probably won't be able to do anything with McLaren until that date's right. done. Yep. And I'd suggest there's a hell of a lot of bad blood there. Normally organisations just release them. Like when when Danny Rick, as soon as he finished his race with Red Bull and he went to Renault <laughs> They were doing a test, and they said, I'll oh, just go and do it. They didn't care. They just said, yeah. oh, move on. That's fine. Yeah. You know, you're out of that program now, so that's good. Um, I think there's some marketing things where he couldn't wear the Renault shirt stuff, but yep. I don't think Alpine will act like that. I think they're pretty dirty, so... that <laughs> no, it be good for Oscar. He'd be chumping between... Oh, uh, oh, mate. he will be in. one of these giddy kids, just so excited. It's Christmas tomorrow. Get wake up at 4.30am. Yep. Um, but he'll be waiting for the it would just be white
0: to get into the disappointing team. we didn't get to see him in any practice sessions who cares i mean who cares in the end he's but it would have been awesome next year, it would so. have been awesome to see him showcase his talents because at the moment like he's somewhat of an unknown yeah there's not many people who've gone through every stage of their junior career one and moved up yeah. one and moved up he is one of the ones the only time i can think of it is someone like a max who bypassed f2 wasn't it to jump straight yeah. from f3 across like to, he's on that level of talent
1: Well, that's the hype about Piastri is yeah. that He's that good And uh, like they compare him to Prost Like really nice on the car Yep. Gets it home, everything's nice And just keeps But he's got some genuine Sorry He's got this pace which is just Which is quicker than everybody else But he can maintain It's a finesse Yeah, exactly right It's a perfect word for it Whereas a guy like Alonso He'll go out and trash that car over racing. It's come back a lot. We can't. Oh. We can't use any of that. You know, he's absolutely ring the neck of the thing to get yep. out. Oscar's not like that. So,
0: in a cost cap sport, it, it mentions being said that that is underrated. And also, with regulations changing about tire warming blankets and things like this, yep. having this ability and finesse to warm up tires and take care of tires and these kind of things are going to be invaluable to that team. Uh, And someone with Oscar's delicate touch, we we talk about Checo sometimes and his ability to save tires. He's very kind on tires. It's underrated. It gives you so much more opportunity during a race to go long or 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 go early on a tire, knowing that you you have that ability to milk out more performance later.
1: What is the expectation for
0: Oscar next year, Tommy? Well, I'd if we like, can project
1: that forward, because that's realistic, we
0: are looking to look it. Let's right? look at some measurements, because I think race is sometimes unfair. Because if McLaren is favouring Lando, the race results might not be. But well, let's talk about qualifying, which is something that's in his control. I would love to see that close to fifty percent qualifying. If not, I would, I would, I wouldn't want Oscar to be out qualified more than like two thirds of the time. Maybe two thirds to Lando, one third to Oscar. I think yep. is a win. For qualifying
1: Yeah I, ugh, I want him to win
0: come out dominate, <laughs> yeah. I, I was being realistic just, And no, I look, conservative I, I, But I like where your head's at I just
1: hope he just Spags Lando
0: it's, it's hard with Him knowing that car so well And I think that's half of what Daniel's problem was Wasn't it That Someone knows that car so well And you have to jump in And try and match their pace Match what they know yeah. Coming from a different like language, let's say.
1: Let's hope McLaren have sorted their shit out. By the way, on design philosophies and got it right, yes. and they've corrected it. And what they are actually going to put out on track next year is genuinely competitive. Because I think it, if if it is competitive, and they are capable of being up there, I think I think Oscar's got the ability to match Lando Norris and
0: or not yeah. beat him. Yeah. Well, and he showed throughout his, <coughs> his junior career the ability to not necessarily always go for the win, but go for like. The second when it was on offer, he'd always taken exactly some, what was necessary. But made
1: some super aggressive passes too. He has
0: he has the ability to do both. He's he's very smart. And again, kind of like Max was talking about before, that zoom out, bigger picture. He has the ability to do that. And he yep. will do the right thing for the team to bank points, to do what he can on the day. Yep. But then when the time comes, he will go for those wins and he will do those things.
1: So if McLaren, right, let's just say Oscar comes out, sets the F one world alight, and yep. he's the next big thing, and everyone's going, Geez, this is going to be a genuine competitor, Max Verstappen, which we want." To yes. Happen. Does that mean we're going to fall back in love with McLaren, or how do we feel about? Oh, McLaren, that's a hard man?
0: one, isn't it? Because they've done us dirty, and they've it's. It sounds like Daniel's relationship with a lot of the employees and people behind the scenes at McLaren's excellent. It's management. love him. It is
1: management. They hate Lando too (laughs) because Lando's not a nice
0: guy
1: (laughs) to be around more than, you know. Yeah, sorry, I'm joking. I
0: don't know. We don't know that, but but we know that they love Daniel. That is that is a fact. (laughs) That Daniel is very well loved, still to this day at Renault and still to this day at Red Bull. Everywhere he's been, he's left nothing but good reviews and has burnt no bridges where he's gone with the employees. The management's different, and that's where we're talking about big dollars and sponsorship and contracts and performance. And unfortunately, that's that's the area that hasn't quite matched up here at McLaren.
1: It's actually been pretty good the last few races, Rick.
0: And it seems like when they've left him alone and kind of let him maybe do what he needs to do with his mechanics rather than like, I don't know, it's so hard to know how it's going. But yeah. when he's been like forgotten, he's almost done better it seems. He's defied expectations. They've given him less resource and less opportunity and he's done really well with that despite that almost. Yep. A yep.
1: couple of good results on the trot. He beat Lando here last year. So I'd expect to be Danny Rick to be beating Lando. Let's do it. Coda this year, so I'm all about that.
0: Just that's a prediction. There we
1: go. That's that's the prediction. I don't know. Should we get a gentleman's bet on that or what? <laughs> <laughs> can't uh, get a You can't bet against our man, though, can you? Nah. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Interesting. Nah, I'm excited for it. We do like Coda, and it is a good time for us. Are we going to watch it in the morning again? I think.
1: Yeah, that could be fun. I think so. We might well,
0: roll into we, work and watch it together.
1: Yeah, it could be cool. No well, six AM start. Make sure. It,
0: Zeke, if you want If you want to drive down Very, Thanks, very early in the morning
1: Make sure Yeah, I'll, you, I'll let you know <laughs> Make sure you get on Discord And have a chat to us Tommy, yeah. you want to make an appearance on Discord?
0: I forgot my login I'm just as bad as you <laughs> <laughs> I, I do login. read it I do uh, read it notifications just... pop up when I read them And then I laugh and chuckle And then I can't get into them Because I don't have my password
1: A few of the comments are Oh, this can't be really not have social media <laughs> Yes, I really do not have social doesn't. media doesn't. Yes, I really do not like phones and being on it and texting and that stuff.
0: I do make an effort with, but yeah. It is quite fun. It is genuine. We did think about making Campy an Instagram and running it on his behalf, but you can imagine how that would go if that was James and I. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> say no more. Uh, maybe maybe, go. We could, maybe we could get let to, go, to that Daniel, as part of Zieg's role with Lakeside. I'll, let it, I'll add it to my list. Running your socials for you. There you go. Ball, ball. Mate, you can ball. blow up. You can be like the next Ted or... <laughs> who's <dead>? Ted?
1: Ted Kravitz. I'm joking. Give it Teddies. Who's Ted? You're a Muppet. The teddy bear.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> uh, this has been another Lakeside Drive Podcast thank you from us here in the studio we'd also like to thank our patrons it means a lot uh, excellent contributing your hard earned to let us muck around with some microphones and talk mm-hmm. about Formula One very in- informed as we are but it does mean, it does mean a lot to us that you see enough value in what we're doing to support it it's, yeah. it's genuinely amazing we'd like to thank you um, if you'd like to become a patron you can do that if you would like to do a different kind of support you mm-hmm. can jump on and Follow us on YouTube, uh, on social media. See you next week for the race at Coda.
1: Yes. Doncaster, Don Shopper, Donny, Shopper. Yeah, I don't get that. You don't get Shopper. No, that's just what the kids call it.
0: Really? Yeah. What? <laughs> I <don't fucking> know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: James will. Have a wet dream if you go and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I speak to James a couple of times a week, a couple of times more than I have to, which is a shame. But all he talks about is YouTube subscriptions. So, if you could please go, you would make his day.